Hello and welcome to BizPod. On this week's episode, we're talking banking. We've had some experience in this field, so it should be a fun one. Please do enjoy. Hello, I am Louise Duncan and today I'm joined by... And Tom Winters. And today we're discussing some business banking, which is always a fun topic. Business banking. Um, the thing that was the bane of our life for, you know, a good few a good few months and now is just a useful tool. Yeah, I think we like check in on our business banking like once a month and it was the thing that caused us like the most pain for several months. Um it yeah. wasn't a fun process. <laughs> I think I think the part of our unwillingness to check it so often is also because it was such a painful process. But um yeah, let's talk a little bit about um i guess why what what is the difference between business banking and regular banking yeah and that's a weird thing despite it being such a pain at times it's very much just a very similar process to normal banking just kept separate there's a you know a lot of the kind of fine nitty-gritty details are different um but overall the kind of how you use it is very much the same eh? Yeah, um, I guess with the sort of smaller level banking that we're doing, it's it's very similar, um, and especially, you know, it I I could totally see why it takes like you know they have to realize that we are a company and that we are an entity and like all the legal difficult stuff. So it makes sense as to why it took that long. But essentially, it is just a just a spe- specific bank account for the company. Yeah, and you know, you might be wondering, do do I even need a bank account? Can I just use my own? Especially if you came from a, a free kind of a a sole trader's position or something like that. Even if, if you are freelance or a sole trader, you don't technically in that regard need it. You definitely for a limited company and stuff like that. But in that instance, you don't. But I I think generally it is quite nice to have, even if it's not hundred percent necessary. Yeah, I think the most important thing about generally doing company business stuff is keeping really good books in terms of knowing exactly what that money is. Is it expenditure? Is it, you know, is it your income? Where did it go? Cotton Eye Joe. Um, it's really difficult or it can get really difficult sometimes, especially if you've got a lot of other bills coming in and out. So if you're using your own account, things can get lost. Whereas if you've got your separate bank account, um with a company that deals with regular um, banking businesses or with a bank that deals with banking businesses, um, there can be stuff that they can help you with. Um, and it's also a really great way to make sure that you're not missing anything or doing anything wrong. Yeah, and I think keeping things separate there is exactly the point, Louise, where, you know, let's say you're a painter and, you know, you're maybe do something like painting as like a side job it makes x amount of money um you know being able to clarify that you know these paints weren't bought for your own hobby but this paint was bought for you know the business or these arts and craft supply where you know just for that little wee halloween uh hamper you're working on being able to kind of split that up a little makes things a little bit easier yeah and even for bigger stuff um you know if you're having to rent gallery space you know and so you're needing 
a common expendi- a monthly expenditure. Um, if you're having to then manage that from your own accounts and having to move money around or, or you know, access savers, all this stuff gets really confusing. So keeping it separate um, is just a really generally a good thing to do, though, yes, it is not required. Uh, but it's something you, we wanted. Yeah, and uh, as you, you move up to, a, a, you know, a comp- limited company, uh, you would be 100% necessary needing it in that regard as the company would be its own uh, kind of legal entity. It's a little bit, uh, you can not have one for a partnership, but to be honest, having it as, you know, multiple people involved, it's it's not yeah. ideal. The, the fact that there's two of us, you know, two plus um, means that, I mean, it's not that the other one is going to be spending all the money, um, and you could say just dedicate only, you know, one of your partners only deals with the business side or the, the banking side. But because there is the two of us um, and we want to make sure that if somebody's on holiday, the other one can still, still do stuff um, or, or whatever we want to talk about it, then, yeah, it's it's really important for us to have something that we can both access that also we can both see. Yeah, so uh, I'm thinking, shall we walk, walk through how we got into the getting our our stuff sorted out because it was yeah. a, a zaga it, it took years it was a name <laughs> i mean it, it took i think three months total yeah um but a big part of the process or why it sort of took us so long to get to that initial first month of three months was that um as uh, an llp not a lot of banks supported that type of company or were just like, we just don't know how to deal with it or whatever. Um, and so we would often get, because it would say it would support it, then we'd get about halfway through the application process and then it'd be like, oh no, but actually we don't though. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there was a whole lot of just, because we also wanted to be with a good bank and there's so many banks out there um, that, you know, we got this big, huge spreadsheet of very much like, right, what ones actually support LLPs? Okay, next step, what ones can we actually do this with? Okay, what one has actually good user ratings? Um, and we ended up sort of trickling down <laughs> the <Yeah>. list. <laughs> Which I think that the spreadsheet must have had like 80 uh, banking programs because, you know, certain banks will have like, you know, this is our digital startup account and this is our you know f- uh, you know a- average joe plumbing cell account so there's so many things to, to consider and yeah just if possible if you've got the time to allocate maybe making a, a spreadsheet to be able to just go through and just see what the, the options were um you know a lot of the the main thing would be to look out for is whether or not it's kind of a free bank account, uh, if it has an like if they have like a free setup period, most banks seem to have like a bit where it's like, yeah, you get like the first twenty four months free or something like that. Your annual account fees, how much it costs to kind of get money in and out, uh, checks, coins, all that sort of stuff. They're all slightly different. So quite often now, a lot of the banks seem to not like you handing them money. Uh, they much prefer things to be digital, which for a company like ourselves makes no difference, but it might do in your yeah. case. I think, yeah, there there really won't be a situation in which we are dealing with cash as so much of the actual work is digital in itself. So there's sort of no way that we would ever be handing over a thing and then we'd get handed back money or checks. I think we would rarely, we have dealt with checks in the past, but it's that kind of thing that we needed to make a bank account that, would accept checks in case that's something that we get. And so, again, looking at that big list, comparing all the different ones, 
And then, yeah, we finally sort of picked one. And that was the start of the kind of mad process. Yeah, we ended up making it during the, the weird times. So that was a, a a bit troubling. Yeah, we were having to send, because it was an LLP, the online system didn't work. So we had to do it by hand. <laughs> so it's me and Anton filling out these forms by hand, which is our least favourite thing to do. Um, and then sending that by post to the local bank place that then it was like, right, that's going to take, you know, it was already kind of seven to 14 working days at that point. Um, and then we got it back because we hadn't specified that we were in Scotland, um, <laughs> that we'd put yeah, all we're, of the we're addresses. Uh, yeah, and it was bizarre because we'd put, it was like only on one of our address and we'd put the, the city we lived in and it was yeah. like, but are you, you know, which uh, which country is that? It's, you know, Edinburgh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was that was a bit annoying. You know, clearly a fault on our part, but it was still that kind of oh my god, we've already waited two weeks, so it's okay. So we amended that, sent it back in, um, and then you got an update saying, oh, you, if you're a company, you need this specific number, and we were like, we never got that number, so. We went back to HMRC and they're like, oh, because you're an LP, you don't have that number. And so then it was like, oh, so then we yeah. had to go back. I mean, just this back and forth fath for, again, what was about a month was those ones. And uh, yeah, I, I getting that, kind of, I believe it was a CV number, uh, not CV number, uh, some, it was a, a number regarding what kind of classification of business you were. Um, obviously not relevant for us, clearly. And, you know, we went to HMRC and they're like, yeah, you you don't have one yeah so i ended up going back to our bank and literally just phoned up and was like yeah we don't have this number and they're like yeah I'll, I'll i'll pass you on to the you know that's a bit odd yeah we don't really deal with many lops we'll pass you on to the shift manager shift manager's like okay you know i'll pass you on to depart department head and then it was like okay we'll pass you on to the head of banking <laughs> business banking and it was just climbing up the tree because nobody knew really how to handle this because um, again we're in a slightly weird and unique situation and then I think we eventually got that sorted of a, oh yeah that's right we don't need that number but then having to prove that we were both people was also a really difficult step um, that even though for universal credit they just gave us a call and they were like yep that's perfect we know your people um, it was just like oh my god and I had to go in to find the bank and they you know the people were all super lovely uh, handing over all my you know personal information and details and then it was nothing nothing yep you still haven't got it another like seven to 14 days later yeah no you never came in you never did it and it was like oh yeah yeah and every like seven to 14 days was that the 14 days uh, and I think this one's less on that the banking just being a nightmare process but the the our, our, we couldn't have access to our business premises during this time so it was like all of our mail was yep, getting sent right. there but we got it set up uh we have a, a piece of plastic that never gets used but sits in my wallet to remind me that we 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 went through the war yeah you were like <laughs> do you want a card and i was like you know what not really i'm okay actually uh, i think we're all right yeah um, it's um Oh, and that's something that is good to mention is the reason I have my card is it matches my own bank. Um, so I was like, oh, they look nice next to each other. But that's something good to note where is can make the process a lot quicker and easier if they already have your detail, one of the kind of business owner's details where 
for instance, for certain parts of the phase, I would phone them up. I'm like, it's been like a like a two weeks. How long does this take? And they'll be like, well, uh, you know, it takes between like fourteen and like ten and fourteen days if you have uh, an account with us already, like a personal account, and you know, twenty to thirty if you don't. So. Yeah, I think you will find find that the bank you're already with um, will probably prioritize you as you're an existing customer. And so it was kind of um, part of the options. I mean, looking at this whole huge list was it did turn out that your bank supported it. I think my bank also supported it, but wasn't rated as yeah. well. So it was that kind of like, right, okay. And so halfway through the process, we we're like, oh my God, thank God we went with one of the banks that we're already with. Um, but yeah, it, it was a long process and about nearer to the end not quite halfway through was we managed to speak to a, a small business owner that we knew and they were like oh yeah it also took us forever um you know we were having to pay out of our personal accounts for some stuff um which you know is still getting sorted out mm. now after sort of a year and a bit of having this yeah company I, that they do and it was like oh my god i think that <laughs> we the feel fantas- you the fantastic thing was like chatting to them a couple months later and then they were like oh my electricity has been coming out of the wrong bank account for four years, <laughs> which yeah. is, um, you know, a, a layover of that awkward time. A good meme, shall we say. Oh, yeah. And um, one, one thing I didn't realize is, you know, with normal bank and all, they just set up the internet stuff and go to it. And, you know, some of them are just purely internet based. Turns out for business ones, you kind of have to, apparently, at least uh, for the bank we went with, flip the, the little switch to be like, yeah, we want banking that's digital and phone call especially in this time yeah. is weird i think i think the current climate situation that we're in of 2020 is a particularly weird time and it's still mm. kind of like why did you guys start a company now um and you know i think we've been over that one so too many times but um it's definitely it added a lot to the process in a way that shouldn't or or normally it wouldn't typically it wouldn't have been that long or that difficult but i don't think that takes away from the fact that it is a faff um so if you're wanting to go for that situation you know be prepared for the long haul yeah and i mean um, that's just business is be yeah. prepared for the long haul indeed and uh yeah to kind of you know if you see yourself starting a business um like if, let's say you're like looking at 2020 uh, like starting something, let's say in January 2021, if possible, if you can try and get, you know, the company registered slightly early, it will give you time to get the bank accounts kind of like up and running, which would make things a lot easier. Because what you don't want to be doing is kind of trying to to run when you've don't you don't have a a floor to run on. Yeah, we were in a lucky space that we did that company first, or we registered with HMSC first, and that was. A bit of an ordeal but um we did that first made sure that was done okay next step then we did the banking then we moved on um and it was at a time where we didn't have necessarily expenses and and income at that time so so there was nothing else that we were having to log or or keep track of until we then got the bank account and it was right okay what is the next steps what can we do here that just sort of made the whole process a lot easier but that is a luxury that not everyone has sorry so i'm trying to say mm. is that we were lucky in that regard but we also understand that it might be that you're at the point of your business where you've been tracking it for years and you think actually now is the time to step forward um and get yourself a bank account and, and we can only recommend it even though it was a faff we can only recommend it 
yeah, to be honest, now that it's up and running, it's it's kind of ironic because, you know, we, we had kind of, we would have been up and running as a, a company a lot quicker if we had had the, the bank accounts and stuff set up earlier. But, you know, despite that kind of, oh, can we get this sorted, please? Now that we've got it up and running, we, we you know, as we've mentioned, we kind of just forget about it until we need to, like, pay uh, ourselves or to kind of buy something. It's uh, very thoughtless. Yeah, I would agree with you on that one. Um, though it's something that I think we should monitor more and we're getting more into the habit now as we're starting to rack up um, more invoices getting sent out and as we're starting to do more jobs, everything's kind of ramping up. Um, it really is important to keep an eye on your bank, even though it's scary and even though you get that kind of ooh, feeling in your gut, it's really... It's a good thing to have, you know, know what's going on um, because at the end of the day, at least that's what business, online business banking is for, is so that you can access it anywhere and so that you can know, yep, okay, what's coming in, what's coming out, what did I miss? Um, it would be so easy to miss something like, a, oh, you know, you're in an unplanned overdraft or oh, this or oh, that, um, if you're just not checking it regularly. So it is always important to keep an eye on what you're doing. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, kind of shuffling on, I, I think that just kind of rounds into the, just the general idea of the thing that's just really good about having your, your own kind of business bank account, especially if you're a sole trader and freelancer where it's maybe not necessary. It's just keeping that boot, good bookkeeping, making sure everything is kind of in the clear. Like, you know, if you were, let's say, using your own personal bank account and you're dipping into the red every month, Who's to say that's that your your company's spending too much money or, you know, the the twenty Amazon Prime subscriptions are adding up. You know, <laughs> it's good to have that distinction. And and it's that kind of thing of, you know, okay, if you've got an Amazon Prime, is that the company's Amazon Prime, you know, or is that your personal Amazon Prime? And it's like, well, the company's not necessarily going to be watching, you the know The boys. <laughs> yeah, the the newest um films that are out on Amazon but it's that kind of thing as well of okay if this is the company's expenditure where does that come in from you know oh okay or if this is a personal expenditure and therefore everything I'm ordering on Amazon is under my name and and the receipt is to my bank account that gets extremely difficult to then do as expenses later because then you've got to sort of go right back through your bank back through the account it can get tricky so it's just easy to have everything in one place really yeah and you know it's, it's, you know, it's especially uh, kind of handy as well, even for a personal sense and not even a business side. If you're somebody who's doing a lot of, you know, cash and coins, maybe doing a lot of, let's say even if it wasn't, uh, you're running an eBay store uh, and, you know, you do some antiquing and you, you know, you're maybe selling something every second day, that can just clutter up your, your bank account feeds. Uh, it's, it's not nice. It's not handy. It only makes things harder. So being able to keep that in its own little wee partition. Uh, will even make just your personal life a lot easier. Yeah, yeah, I would really agree with that one. And um, yeah, shuff shuffling on a little, I think one thing I see a lot of people chatting about and kind of catches, gets some people a little bit nervous or puzzled would be the kind of circumstances of digital banks. Uh, you know, they're becoming more and more prevalent. I know for months, uh, and on our side of the pond with just all of our buses were I think branded for Monzo business I believe they were um, yeah. oh, no Tide was the one they were branded with and uh, they're becoming more prevalent I think it is an interesting one because as well you know 
people want to know where their money is going people want to have control over their money um i know i've been getting still a load of bank adverts because we did a big session you know three months ago Mm. looking for (laughs) banks um so i still get a whole load of them um and it's something of well actually i know i've always been with this bank forever because you know i set it up when i was 13 or something like that but it's like right okay what do i actually want to know what do i actually want a bank to be doing i you know i think there was a distrust of the banks during the last financial crash um understandably um and so yeah it's kind of moving on from there we have this technology that everyone has a computer in their pocket at all times um and and why wouldn't you also be then be doing your banking on your phone? Why wouldn't you also have online banking? And then at that point, okay, if you're never cashing in checks, if you're never wanting cash out, why would you ever have a physical location? Exactly. And so it it makes sense. And I think some of these I've 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 heard some really good things from some of the the purely just internet banks that I've seen advertised everywhere that, yeah, you know, they'll help you in terms of knowing, oh, you actually spend a lot on takeaway or, oh, you know, you buy a lot of shoes on Amazon or whatever. It's kind of able to help you budget a little, which mm-hmm. which just seems sort of so futuristic. Yeah, I, I have um, a second business, which isn't my, my f- main job. And for that one, because that was a limited company rather than a LLP, I, we did end up going for one of the digital banks. And so far, it's been so good. Um, it was a lot quicker to set up. Um, the main thing would be the trend usually is with them not having a, a physical location is that they'll charge a lot more for cash and check payments where you're mailing your checks. And I believe you can deposit cash in at uh, Royal Mail Post Office. Um, so that is a lot harder and the fees are a lot higher there so not recommended for a lot of businesses in that regard but if you're purely digital maybe something to look out for i think the key word to look for when you're you're looking into those would be the fsc's uh protected which will can protect your account for up to like eighty-five thousand pounds if the bank was to close down and you know that goes for you know these small smaller digital banks um, and as well for your big TSBs, your um, Bank of Scotland, Royal Banks of Scotland. Uh, we're, we're from Scotland, if you didn't know. <laughs> Wait, uh, Clydesdale, they used to be in Scotland. Um, oh, that's true. Uh, Sterling? Are they Scottish? Um, Sterling. Um, Sterling is in Scotland, right? Yeah, Sterling, the, the, the city. The city. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, looking for that, that <laughs> we, protection we is good. Uh, and even for because I think they do it covers personal accounts as well so having Mm. that there for a lot of companies is a a fairly a good enough safety net yeah hopefully you'll never be doing anything as complicated as we are yeah Um, so it shouldn't be as bad but I think yeah do be warned bureaucracy takes time Um, and if you haven't figured that one out by now for banking with business best of luck to you yeah it's um, very troublesome and a yeah, it's the the digital stuff has been all right so far. I must confess, uh, I, we were originally going to go for Nac Media LP doing one of the digital banks, but sadly, with them being newer, they're very much down to the the basics of what they accept. And you know, they'll do sole yeah. traders, they'll do your limited companies, but not much else really. And I think it's it's actually really interesting how even if there wasn't the the current climate situation, um you know we 
we would have been totally stuck. Um, and so the fact that we can do this digital um, and the fact that it's so easy that both of us can access it just makes it, I mean, so, so handy. Yeah. And there, there was a weird, funny phase where um, we had the bank account set up and then I was like, oh, I can't sign into the digital. And they're like, yeah, you need to like ask and sign up to have like did online banking via a paper form. Yeah. Um, and I was just kind of like, oh, what was banking like before digital? <laughs> Yeah, we are sadly too young to fully know the the wonders of of the original um envisage of banking. I mean, imagine actually getting interest on your money, Anton. Oh. I know. Like um I the last time I remember just using the old good fashioned banking, I was like putting in like money from Santa. It was that long ago. <laughs> so I had like one of the little wee kid savers accounts which um, that's also a handy thing. If you've had a, a bank account for a long time, it is some nice leverage if you're getting pushed around to be like, I've been with your bank for years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a valued customer. Um, I think there is sometimes with bureaucracy where you do have to uh, embrace your inner Karen a little bit. I'm not yeah. saying go full Karen, but I think sometimes... Um, you know, things will get pushed to that maximum seven to 14 day, you know, working days. And I sometimes giving it a little, hey, come on, please. You know, we had to prompt a lot of the, what are you doing? You know, but then it would sort of get done. Um, because at the end of the day, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a business for them. Mm. Uh, so, so it's not like they're going to get angry. There, there's one point where, it was at the tail end of the three months and it was just things were getting a little bit stressful we're like we just need an account <laughs> we can't sit and not be a company because we, we weren't doing like we we're like weren't working at other jobs at the time because yeah we would have the company set up in you know seven to 14 days and that just kept on moving it was like at the end yeah i mean end- it did get to a point where we we were waiting on on an invoice or or we were waiting to send over the invoice for some work we had done but we couldn't send it over because we didn't we didn't have a place for them to send the Mm -hmm. money um because as well we were we were registered as the company doing this work and so yeah that just took forever and then by the time we got it to the client it then had to go through the whole client process of registering us as a business and registering the way to pay. And it was like, oh my God, we're never getting this money. Yeah. And um, yeah, that day was a great Karen day where basically just went to their head office and was just like, please, I'm begging you. And they like literally just wrote down our account number and uh, sort code on like a, a sticky note. And they're like, here you go. You can be business, boys. <laughs> You can be business. Because, yeah, we had we had the account, but it was just issues with, I think, also like me as a second person accessing it. And so only you had it for a while. Oh, it was just a faff. But again, um, we are still with, you know, pretty good customer service, to be honest with you. A good a good bank, if, if that's possible. Um, no, but a good bank. And it's done. It's over. Yeah. And then. Um... To shuffle on to one of the the final really dire and uh, uh, sad questions, tax. Yeah, it, it it's actually not. You don't actually have to worry about it too much. It's mainly a kind of case if you're getting paid just the the raw money with the the tax not put on top, and um, it will just kind of be a case of saving it up a little until you have to do your accounts at the end of the year. 
Um, yeah, there's a minimum amount or, or a maximum amount that you can earn before you start getting taxed. Um, so if it is something that you're doing, like a small Etsy store, I mean, I think Etsy even takes a cut. So then you're sort of having to figure out what your income is after that. But um, yeah, there's an amount that you can earn before that's having to be hugely declared in tax. Though absolutely do check what that is for your country or your location this is not business advice. Um, oh. But for, for on small scales, you normally should be all right, but always double check. Uh, and, and on the, the vein of double checking, uh, if you're in a... Yeah, double check if your particular industry has some weird independent tariffs. Because I, I know when we were setting up, a lot mm. of the application process would be like, yeah, if you work in gambling, we, we just can't do stuff. Or if you're dealing with rare earth metals, we have to put you through a different process and that's right uh, if you're working with oil that's a whole, like we kind of need to change the, the numbers slightly so some fields especially if it's kind of mm, peculiar in that sense do have their own weird things you need to look out for yeah damn them earth metals and oils <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know that and gambling i, I think there's there's a, a character they're painting there <laughs> The three, the three horsemen of the apocalypse: earth metals, oil, and gambling. Ba, ba, ba. The new that's avatar actually, looks great. That's actually what's inside the Triforce: is um, oh. earth, earth metals, oil, and gambling. I don't know if oh, you knew that one. I, I feel fully educated now. I, I am mm. very much big brain. But yeah, that's um, thankfully not an issue for ourselves. But it's quite fun where, when um, we we've had phone calls with the the bank. Uh, they always ask what do you do and it's like oh you know we do you know video production and uh do stuff uh you know like that and they're like oh do you make movies and we're like kind of so far we have made some really fun creative mm. shorts we've been lucky that the people that we're working with aren't looking for anything too corporate yet so that's been really fun yeah, I think that's been what's been uh, bringing people towards us is that we 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 do professional videos, but not in a corporate manner. But mm. and um, yeah, oh, one other thing that is just like a, a thing that I, I I don't know if somebody's came to you yet, Louise, mentioning this, but I have, and that's people being like, oh, you can do tax reductions, uh, like like get stuff like yeah, uh, tax on the avoidance. Com <laughs> yeah, they're like, can you do tax fraud now? I'm like. Technically, yes, but we're never doing that. <laughs> yeah, I think um, I think stuff as well, like travel expenses, mm. um, you know, because that's something that we put in our invoices, especially if we're having to travel quite a distance um, and it's going to cost us. So that's something that we personally have to expense back onto the company because then that's then taken out of the invoice and it's like, oh my God, um, can get a little difficult and confusing, mm. um, but uh, is is very much worth you know worth writing down what it was on the day get the receipts um you know even if it's like a bus receipt and you're maybe paying with your card your your bank will take a note of that okay get the get the receipt from the bank right how do i put that back in um because it's really important so we haven't yet done a, a corporate you know dinner on the business um but i think with the level that we're at we've just got to sort of work a bit more yeah, and I, I think, uh, like I, I've had a couple of people being like, "Oh, can can't you deduct the the VAT?" I, I believe to to get up to that level where you're 
uh, deducting, uh, you need to be making over like 75, 85 grand a year, which uh, oh we're, we're not quite there yet. Oh, but we're so close. Though. I know. No. You know, just um, <laughs> if we cut down on the, the, the business dinners, we'll maybe be across. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's that it's that goal that how much, you know, can you earn before you have to start paying back your student loan? You know, there's like a balance point uh, in the middle there um, where you're earning enough to live, but, you know, not not paying back the loan. Though, of course, it's really good to pay off your your loans. Do please do if you can. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I'm just saying, uh, it's out, out of mind, out of worry at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Is it not out of sight, out of mind? Something out like of, that. Out of mind, out of worry. <laughs> <laughs> out, out of reaching zone, but yeah, I, I'm trying to think. Is is there anything else we're needing to to cover in great depth um, regarding business banking? I don't think so. I feel like um that's a pretty good summary because it's we're just dealing with banking altogether um but if you do feel like we've missed something or you have just other banking related questions or money related questions or to be honest any kind of questions please do um contact us and let us know because every every sort of five episodes or so we try and do a Q&A answer a load of questions um and we can slip it into there Absolutely, and I think this has been a fairly good and informative episode of the BizPod. If uh, people would like to learn more, where, where would they go? Well, you can contact us on our social media platforms, which is Nakamedia LLP, um, or at Nakamedia LLP, I should say, and that is Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Yes, and if you'd like to see some of those fun and creative projects we were alluding to, I think we've got some new stuff on there uh, about a little artist boy. Um, yeah, we do. That would be at nakamedia.co.uk. Oh, I'm so proud of our website. It's really starting to like beef out and just ooh, look so good. Yum, yum. It's, uh, it's nice to see like new projects going on there and... You know, at first it's like uh, you know we've got a couple projects under our belt but now it's uh, it's nice to see it grow um and say you know you wanted to send us a raven anton where would you send the raven to you know if you find that uh, your your nearest dark and cloudy alley and you go to the one light that is illuminating a pavement zone uh, if you go to you sit under it um you know there the raven will come and land on your shoulder which little scrolls they get better traction on their 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 beaks yeah, you've got to take a, a pound coin that has a skull on it and tap it three times on the lamppost and that, that will let the raven know where the little scroll is going. <laughs> anyway, if you actually want to send us an email, Anton, where do you send that to? Contact at nakmedia.co.uk Wonderful. If you've enjoyed this episode, hope to see you next week. I, I believe we've got a, a, a guest on next week, so uh, <gasps> Ooh, stay tuned because... Uh, you know, we, we get some great insight from our guests. Um, you know, we're, we're new to this. They're the pros. It should be some fun stuff. Thank you very much for listening and bye for now. Au revoir.